there, Green Future Growers. Thanks for joining us today. If you're new to the show, I hope you'll subscribe on iTunes or your favorite Android app. And let's get growing. Welcome to the Organic Gardener Podcast today. I am super excited to talk about Free the Seeds 2019 here in Kalispell, Montana. So if you don't live in Montana, I think you'll be excited to listen because there might be a seed swap or something near you that you didn't know about. And the other exciting thing is I am actually presenting this year. So maybe you're going to want to present or somewhere at a seed swap near you. So learn what's going on at our event and think about an event for you. So here to tell us about it is one of the founders and originators and somebody who works super hard, Robin Kelson from the Good Seed Company. So welcome, Robin. Hi, Jackie. Happy to be here. Well, tell listeners a little bit about what Free the Seeds is. You bet. So Free the Seeds is a free seed fair. It happens on the first Saturday of March every year. So this year it's Saturday, March 2nd, 9 a.m. to 3.30. And it's a combination of a seed swap where we... uh, we pass out seeds and people bring seeds to share and it's we also have uh 30 30 plus booths so people can share resources and information and we have somewhere in the vicinity of 20 to 25 workshops scheduled um so people can share skills and let other the idea is to help increase knowledge about how to grow food that's healthy and nutrient dense and how to share that information to build a more resilient and food secure community uh, last year, we handed out somewhere between fifteen to 20,000 packets of seeds. A lot of that is our seeds that are donated um, by local growers and also uh, seed companies. And we have volunteers around the valley that pack the seeds and clean the seeds and get them ready for uh, the participants to come every year. We have over a thousand people show up. The event is free. It's at the community. It's at the Flathead Valley Community College at the Arts and Technology Building. So there's events happening upstairs and downstairs and it's just an incredible lively gathering um and lots of people get great information so it's just a great way to learn more about growing food or just even learning about what's involved in having access to good healthy local food and why that's important Um, anything related to that is being taught or shared at the event. Um, One example is we have folks who do who process herbs and you can learn how to make tinctures or learn how to uh, grow uh, herbs for oils or for medicinal purposes, things like that. Uh, You can also learn how to ferment your food and how to make sourdough, um, how to raise chickens. There's all sorts of information that's really, really uh, valuable and uh, well taught by experts in their field they're all from the valley so robin this is the third fourth this is the fourth annual year yeah we started it uh four years ago 2016 yeah do you want to tell like if there's some listeners out there that want to get one started in their community like some of the things that went into planning the very first one and maybe any tweaks you've made or tips that you've learned to make it more successful as it keeps growing yeah, sure. So uh, the main thing is that we we didn't limit it to just a sharing of seeds. What we wanted to do was really help people get access to quality food for the, their health and their family's health. And so what we did was really make it all about sharing seeds, sharing information, and sharing skills. 
Um, and so the inclusion of uh, workshops that are, you know, the people who put on those workshops do it for free. The whole event is free, and that's a key ingredient. We don't sell anything, so there's no, there's none of that energy that can come in from uh, people, vendors who want to, you know, um, who have booze with the intention of selling product. It's really just about sharing information. So, um, it's, so the b- people who man the booze, and the booze are inexpensive. I think they're like twenty-five to forty dollars to rent a booth for the day. It's a way to educate people about what you do and help them understand how the information that you offer, whether it's that you have a farm and you offer CSAs or uh, maybe you offer products for sale or maybe you offer a service. It's letting people know what you do in this context so that they can access it um, to improve their health really through food. Uh, So it's very important, I think, to be willing to create an environment where you're sharing information and you're providing it as a free resource to the community. We've gotten tremendous feedback, positive feedback and support, both at a financial level for people who donate uh, funds to sponsor the event. Um, And then we also get a lot of support from people who save seats now just for free the seats. So it's a way to build community and keeping it free has been really important. Uh, So keep it free, share information, share skills and share seeds and uh, plan for a big space because you will attract a lot of members in your community. The other thing that we did is we spent a lot of time in being creative on how to get the word out. Our, our, the first year, our intention was to make sure that anybody who wanted to know about Free the Seeds from Eureka to Polson got Which an is invitation. a big area. Yeah, so got an like invitation. hundreds of miles. Right, so we, we did a lot of on social media lots of different ways uh we had we got local radio stations and people like jackie you giving us um free sponsorships through you know promotions and and radio shows and we went on the radio a couple times and got the local newspapers to write articles just so that if you knew it, it, somehow you might as long as you heard about us um that's all we wanted. Whether you came or not was less important. We wanted to we wanted to get the word out to as many people as possible. So that's I think really important as well. And of course, as you know, Jackie, we thought three to four hundred people would show up that first year, and we got over sixteen hundred. So we were a little surprised, <laughs> but we've accommodated and shifted our venue space so that we can accommodate um, the the large number of people that show up every year. We've had over a thousand people every year. Yeah, I remember like we were like the first 500 flyers because I was hoping at the door with you and Pam and the first 500 flyers were gone before it even opened at 10 o'clock. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's a hit. (laughs) It was amazing. And I just feel like we were, um, you know, we were part of a tipping point. This is, uh, it's so important. The communities are are understanding the value and and need for for good quality, healthy food, nutrient-dense food and specifics, and how to grow it, how to access it, where to find it. Um, uh, It's just, it's, it underscores that there's a, vast need for this information to get the information out to your community is very valuable and it's actually not difficult to do it doesn't take a tremendous amount of work and it will build on itself and uh, bring the community together and i'm going to jump in here with one other thing which is that we've actually now the other thing that we've done is we've clarified our focus as free the seeds and this year we're claiming um a container or a theme for Free the Seeds moving forward, which is that Free the Seeds is about uh, building, it's about building resilient 
community-based food systems so that a food system is not just about growing food, but it's also about processing the food, distributing the food, consuming the food, and reclaiming the food waste. You know, all com- putting all those pieces together in a circle or a cycle is important, is what are it's critical and essential for having a successful, robust, resilient community-based food system. And a community-based food system, also known as a local food system or a regional food system, is how our ancestors lived because we didn't have access to food from large distances away. And it's, it's, uh, it's the most successful way to keep a community thriving with, you know, the, the infrastructure built in to to grow its own food to the best of its ability. And so the key to that is that it's not just about growing food. You have to, the people who eat it, the people who process it, the people who distribute it, everybody has to play, they all have a role to play. And so we say, if you eat, you're in. There's nobody outside the circle. We're all a part of it. And that's where we're putting our focus moving forward is helping our community members realize it isn't about the growers over there and the consumers over here, we're all part of the same system and we have a role to play as the people who eat the food, just as the farmers have a role to play as the people who produce the food. Together, we build a, a, a functional, resilient, robust system. Um, and where to find the role that we have to play in that circle is important. So that's where we're gonna put our focus moving forward. Excellent. Well, Robin, thanks so much for taking time out of our biz- your busy day, especially it's your super busy season as the owner of the Good Seed Company. Uh, you're in the midst of sending out and packaging and sending out seeds all over, right? Because people are ordering yes, right now and just um, it's right. a super time. And tell, uh, I guess, like, where do people get information? Okay, so you can find out information at uh, freetheseedsmontana.com. Uh, on our website. Uh, also, we have a Facebook page, Free the Seeds Montana. Or is Free it Montana the Seeds. or just MT? Um, the website is Free the Seeds Montana, spelled out, dot com. Mm-hmm. And um, I think if you just type in Free the Seeds Montana or Free the Seeds MT on Facebook, either way you'll get us. Uh, we're also on Instagram. And um, you can also email info at freetheseedsmt.com. I think just just go online and you'll find us and you can email us if you've got questions. We're going to be putting posters up coming this weekend. So you'll if you're in the area, you'll see posters. Um, let's see. We're going to be at the it's at the Flathead Valley Community College, as always, in the arts and, inter- and technology building. And uh, there's opportunities to volunteer. I think we have a couple of booth spaces left. We're taking booth applications, I think, till February 15th. So if you think this is something you might like to participate in as a volunteer or to have a booth, just uh, go to our website and you can fill out an application. Uh, always looking for financial sponsors, of course, so you can sponsor online as well. And uh, we also have an archive of um, workshop videos on our website. So you can see um, some information that we've presented before. Hey, so last year you did this thing where you were like, to kind of get the word out, you were like going around to like, or I know you came up here to a brewery. I don't know where you were, but like you had yeah. like some events beforehand. Are you doing anything like that again this year? We are. We have one. Um, uh, we have one in early February. I think it's February 5th. I'm not sure exactly at Bonsai. And we're going to, this year we're going to combine them with seed packing and seed cleaning. So it isn't just come to a pint night, but come to a pint night and help pack some seeds. So we're doing one at Bonsai 
uh, brewing project, I think the beginning of February. And I think we're also going to go up to Eureka again this year, a little bit later in the month. Um, so stay tuned about that. All right. And hopefully I can make it this year. Um, so I wanted to add that because like I said, if listeners are out there in Florida or Texas or somewhere else, that might be a way they can get out to, we'll let the word out about their event too. Yes, absolutely. Um, and people love to pack seeds. It's a great way to bring people together and, and have some fun. And it, it brings a new feature to a standard pint night. Um, and we, we always have a lot of fun at those events. Uh, well, thanks, Robin. You have a great day. You too, Jackie. Thanks so much. I love your program. Oh, thanks. Hey there, green future growers. Would you like your friends and neighbors to create an organic oasis too? Would you like others in your area to learn about earth-friendly practices for their gardens and yards? If so, we would love it if you would share the Organic Gardener podcast with your local community or college radio station today. Thanks again for listening. And remember, grow local.